and welcome to another episode of the FOMO Cast. I'm Chris, coming back at you with Tim. Say hello, Tim. Hello, Tim. We got so much to cover. We got crying babies. We got Disney piles. And well, I'm going to preface this whole episode is we don't get political, but there's going to be some political related stuff because it's just, it's going to happen, especially with everything going on with Disney. Yeah, um, well, and it's, I mean, it's something that we touch on, don't, you know, need to go deep into it. It's just yeah. how times are. <laughs> Excuse me. So um, I am going to start off with something that's not on the agenda because it just got released that Marvel has finally finished filming Wakanda forever. So all that means is maybe we're going to see something in the next two years. I don't know. I don't know even know what the agenda was for it originally, but with the, um, uh, I think it's Leticia Wright. I think is her name. Um, the one that played Shuri, Shuri, I think Shuri or Suri. I can't remember the name of her. But um, she got hurt, and then she had some weird views on COVID vaccines. So it was kind of, um, let's just say it was not the greatest situation. So, um, yeah, uh, I was just kind of excited because, you know, that I think it's going to be a good movie. I don't know how they're going to address the Chadwick Boseman thing, but it's one of those things where, you know, we'll, we'll see how they do it. Um, that was all I wanted to add right off the get-go because it's kind of important because of how not versatile, but how it's kind of a big thing just because I don't know the whole thing with Chadwick Boseman was so sudden and, you know, wasn't the greatest situation and I want to make sure I hope they I hope they they handle this well. Um, if you guys have any comments on that or comments on anything we do, make sure you go to our podcast links in the description, but also um, linktree linktr.ee slash FOMOcast gaming, uploading a bunch of gaming TikToks. Hopefully we're going to get Tim in to play some Fortnite with us so we can um, show him how to do it. Um, but Next, watch you go to the regular agenda that Tim knows about. First thing, this one is this one's so weird because I know a lot of people complain. So Pixar has a lot of pull with Disney because they pretty much do the bread and butter of of the animated realm of Disney now. That's like well, the, owned by Disney. <clears throat> no, I know, but like they, when they brought them in fully and using the Disney money, it was just like next level. So yeah. I feel like I don't know. I feel like there's just kind of a lot of stuff going on, and th- this thing I didn't even didn't even think about it until they. You know, it wasn't it wasn't knowledge. As I should say, it wasn't public knowledge until there was controversy about it that there was a same-sex kiss in the movie Lightyear. Um, I don't mind it for being the film that it is. Don't bother me at all. Um, It may bother me for historical accuracies on how they portray it. That's the only reason why I would have an issue with it, but that's only if it was a real movie. This is an animated film. It doesn't, the laws of everything do not apply to this because this is in a different realm, it's a different universe. And so what's crazy is, is so they have the quote unquote, don't say gay bill. And the Pixar people kind of came out and were like, yeah, this is not a good look. We need to change this we need to put this back in so i don't know if it was removed because it didn't fit in because you know there could be the case i know a lot of times people are like oh they they removed this part of the movie whatever it may be not relating just to this but everything and everyone's like oh that would change the whole movie but then when you watch it you know on the extended cut it makes absolutely no sense in the movie 
So we don't know what it is until we actually see it. So I'm not going to make any comments about it, really. Just that it was something that I don't think they even needed to address. Um, all- yeah, well, and, and it's one of those things where with everything that kind of business done in the past couple weeks on what's going on is it, you know, if none of that happened, it, this would be nothing. Whether it was left in, left out, whatever it is you don't know if it's what kind of kiss it is what you know is it just a little you know smooch is it something bigger than that like you said which i mean it's a a disney film it shouldn't be more than that that's the thing until you're until you're gonna see it and you know like like you said you know if the you know the stuff that was happening in in Florida and how Disney addressed it is <clears throat> if it was left in great, if it was left out nothing, but if it wasn't for recent events, wouldn't have known. And I don't think it would have made, you know, would have made any difference one way or the other. <clears throat> no. And I do think it's important that people know, like, um, like this has nothing to do with me personally with, you know, I, I'm fine with it being in there. I don't mind it if it's not. If it doesn't make sense, it's going to not make sense. It is what it is, but right. um, this was the employees. So it does make a difference. The employees are the ones who knew about it, and they said that. So, um, Yeah. No, ex- exactly. And it'll be uh, – so now the big thing is it'll be interesting to see what it is. Is it one of those things like, oh, man, yeah, no, that was something that should have stayed in there? Or was it, yeah, you know, they made it out to be a bigger deal than what it was? It could be like I, I, um, I tell. it could be like the thing in Onward, where the female uh, officer in Onward said, "My wife back at home," and they, everyone was up in an uproar. It was a huge uproar. Oh, it, it, it was have to be like it's a huge stride for same-sex marriage. Oh, this one said, "Oh, it's it's bad, it's bad, it's bad," and I'm like, no. It's 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 not what you think it is. So I was I was kind of bothered by it just for the simple fact that one side made it out, both sides made it out to be more than what it actually was. And in this case, I feel like we don't even know what it really is. So and it being an animated film, I don't anticipate anything crazy. Right. And well, and something like this, you're going to have two sides against it, no matter what. Yeah, you um you can't really win on this one. Yeah. That's for sure. Um continuing along the same lines, the first couple are basically uh the few first few are basically well, I figured it's get it, we'll get to get, yeah, we'll, get, get it over get it over with quick. Um Disney CEO Bob Chappick holds meeting with employees, plans task force for LGBT content and more aggressive actions against legislation. So here's my big thing with this one. Disney dropped the ball majorly with this because they had an amazing plan well, I would last year. Disney, I would say the higher ups at Correct. Disney. Correct. Because they had a plan. They were like all LGBTQ plus, all that stuff. They were they were pushing for it hard. They went right to the uniforms, which, you know, I, I listen to a lot of people who are open-minded and they explain like, that's a big thing for you to be able to dress how you would like, how you identified, you know, because that's the thing. If you're transitioning while employed with Disney and you want to change your attire, I believe they made it kind of difficult for you. And now it's not. That was a great step. But all of a sudden, the steps just stopped. And we never heard anything else. We didn't hear it. it literally, everything just stopped. So yeah. I feel like this is a big thing because. Did, I think they had, didn't they have an like an LGB? I think it was like a short where it was two dads. I think I can't remember. There was a Disney short that was pro LGBT, and it just disappeared. And then there right. was nothing more about it. And it was kind of like, what happened to more content? You know, the inclusiveness, and that's the thing I think too is the big problem is. I don't think they need to make content that is just LBT. Q plus they need to have stuff that is more inclusive where it includes stuff into the mainstream. 
Because if they start going too far, what's going to happen is now they're isolating people and saying this is just content for them. And that's going to be offensive to them as well because why aren't you putting our content into the main stuff of Disney kind yeah. of thing? So, yep. no, exactly. Um, and it seems like on, yeah. on this, as soon as I saw that, I'm like, oh, okay. Now you're trying to go back, try to be Mr. Oh, here we go, Mr. Nice Guy. Because yep. basically, when it came time to put up or shut up, uh, they shut up. They didn't do anything. Yep. They were silent. Then they got called out, or, you know, I say they, but it's basically the higher ups or their PR or, you know, both of them, whoever they are. But ultimately, it comes down to Bob and didn't do anything. And now trying to backtrack and be, oh, no, 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 I, you know, we're good. We're good. I'm going to, you know, do this, do that. And backtrack. It's like, no, it's, it's, too, it's great that you're doing that, but it's too little too late. You got called out. You're doing right. it. You should have done that weeks ago, but you stood silent. And they did have a the next part is they had a walkout at the Walt Disney Company headquarters about the controversy. It wasn't a very big turnout, and it looked well, like it was all employees that were not even working really. Probably, yeah. I don't even, well, I, and I know another thing that I forgot to put on here, but read in the article is that um, employees that I don't even say weren't able to walk out or didn't feel comfortable walking out or um, were working in the parks that day, they were going to wear the official Disney LGBTQ pin, the Mickey ears right. with the rainbow on it. And Disney said, nope, can't wear that. Even really? Official, yeah, even though it's an official pin, they said, well, <clears throat> I don't know exactly what came about from that, is that they were told, hey, you know, don't wear that because that's not going to be, you'll get, I don't know if you get reprimanded for it or whatnot, even though it's an official Disney pin, um, you know, that you can trade and do everything. But with. I or, don't, but they, they are, uh, I think their dress code, they're not allowed to wear pins on their actual uniform. They have to have a lanyard with yeah, a thing on it. Could wear it on that anything because that's, that's part of it. Okay, but they the thing is, well, most ride operators can't wear the lanyard anyways. No, I know, but I, I want to the give them the benefit of the doubt to do it. Uh, there, uh -huh. they were saying that, uh, I guess an employee on Twitter or whatnot, uh, put out said, you know, if you're not going to walk out, we're going to wear the pins. And they said that, you know, basically you're not allowed to wear the pin, even though it's an official Disney pin. It's not so. a good look, Disney. It's not a good look at all because here's the problem too is, is they came out, I believe most of the higher ups, like it says right here, um, Disney executives reportedly rejected pleas from Disney park experiences and product leaders to denounce controversial don't say gay bill. So this right here is trying to cover up their mistakes. Well, so, and, you, and you know who's the head of that? Josh Tomorrow. Josh Tomorrow. So Josh Tomorrow said, hey, you need to get there. You need to get in front of this. You need to do this, do this, and do this. And they did not. Yep. So basically, even though he and, was in, not necessarily in the right, but hey, you need to do something. Don't sit there and be silent. Silence is, is nothing. It's no good. Whether you come out for, against, whatever correct. it is, correct. you need to do something. Yeah. And that's, and that's what, you know, that says right there. Actually, even, you know, even. Even as soon as it happened, if they said we're going to evaluate everything, they waited. They waited like three months before they made yeah. an official statement. They waited because look, because so people that don't read the bill, I understand why people are upset with it. Um, I'm not going to comment on how I feel about it because my feelings don't matter at all because this doesn't affect me. Um, and I believe the education wise, it does not. It says basically that they're not going to discuss sexual orientation or um, transgenderism from K to kindergarten to third grade. Yeah, three or four. It's third grade, I believe. So I can understand. And what's funny, most teachers are like, they're like, I wouldn't want to talk about it. If the kid asked me the question, I say, ask your parents. And I do feel like, I don't know, I feel like this that parents should discuss with their kids. You know, I just said I have a talk with my child tonight about uh, a man in a wheelchair. Um, one of his kids in his uh, Taekwondo class, his dad's in a wheelchair. And so they have the van that has the ramp. And this kid loves my son. And he's always saying, hey, and you know, yelling at him and saying, hey, check it out. And so he was showing him how the, the ramp goes up. And I'm telling my son, just say, hey, don't say nothing right now. Because I know he's going to ask out loud, what is that? And I had to have a conversation. I go, he has a wheelchair. It makes it more convenient. If he saw, he, I, I, 
I don't even know if he's ever seen people of the same sex kissing or a person transitioning because I don't even know, you know, some people just effeminate, some people transitioning, some people just masculine. So it, I don't know. I don't know. So if my son said, why is that person dressed like a boy? I'd be like, because they want to, you know, or something like that, something along those lines. And I don't want a teacher telling my kids about that kind of stuff. I should be the person. Now, if it came up because something happened at school, I'm okay with the school explaining this is what's going on or this is what happened. But I understand what the what the people are trying to do. I don't know the underlying stuff in the bill. That's the problem. I haven't read it. That's why I don't know. Because they may say you can't teach kids from kindergarten to third grade about this. And that's what the pro side is pushing. But what if there's other stuff buried into it? And that's the problem is Disney should have immediately came out and said, we are not 100% sure about what is going on with this bill. Once it was even announced, because they are in that state, and they should have said, we're going to evaluate the situation, and we will uh, uh, see what you know the bill has to it, and we will give an official statement. Because Bob Chappick can give an official statement. I'm sorry. He can say, this is what's going on, and this is, you know what I mean? Like, he could actually speak on behalf of the company. No, exactly. And, you know, another thing to kind of, you know, do that, like you said, look into it or kind of get some, come out and say something in the beginning and then, you know, release a statement later is, you know, another thing is, <clears throat> you know, I'm, you know, open. I'm going to talk to our cast members, you know, in Florida that this would, possibly affect and see and get what their thoughts are on it and then come out and hey here's what um granted even though he's not in elected a leader he's a, an appointed leader but being that you know go and do that then it's like here's what uh my employees you know who i reached out to them they gave me the feedback here's what we you know here's what it is and, and he, here's our statement yep. um that everyone's fine with and boom easy peasy and it buys them some you know that 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 timing to come out with something but you it, address it, the issue it is a little shocking because josh tomorrow he has his ear to the heartbeat of the employees he's always been hands-on i have friends who personally saw him you know when they shut down disneyland going to people and giving them you know support and giving hugs and saying it's going to be okay, we're going to get this, you know, when we thought it was only going to be two weeks, you know, stuff like that. And I don't know, man. Like, and like the next thing, here's the thing. So I'll tell everyone a rumor after I've heard this. So Disney employees are passing around a petition in favor of a politically neutral Disney admits don't say gay bill. Here's the problem, though. If they're politically neutral and this goes through, every single person in the LGBTQ plus community can't ask them to do anything. Can't ask them to speak out. Can't ask them to condemn anything because you're politically neutral. Now, I know the big thing that they do that people don't know about, I have friends that are older than me that said down in Disneyland, whenever there would be problems, what Disneyland would do. So let's say, for instance, the city wouldn't let them do fireworks at a certain time. The city would have city council in Anaheim, and they would say, no, guess what? Disney's pumping money into those other council members running against the people. So then all of a sudden it's all a pro Disney council and things magically go Disney's way. So I understand why they do that, why they contribute to certain things. They want to get what they want done. And Disney is about making money for the investors. That's just the way it is. It's, it's, but it's a, it's a business. It's a business. And when they want to be politically neutral, I'm fine with that, but you can't get angry then they don't speak out on something. Yeah, but when, when you know they I mean? are being neutral, you can't get yep. mad at them doing that because that's what you wanted them or th what the majority wanted them to do. Yeah, exactly. So um, that's it for the political side of everything. We still have some negative stuff coming up, but it's mostly positive. Um, the first thing I'm excited for is Christopher Lloyd has joined the Mandalorian cast in season three. Now, the one thing I'm hating right now is, is 
they're confirming people for the cast and the dumbest one they confirmed was like some background actor that doesn't matter and i'm like oh yeah they confirmed it he's gonna show up for two seconds or something i can't remember who it was walk across the screen exactly it's gonna be like on boba fett when you saw um a couple people walking in the background and everyone freaked out I'm like yeah whatever it's not that big but christopher lloyd getting announced for it is pretty big for me just because i mean he's getting up there in age mm -hmm. but also you know the potential for what kind of character he could be how the effect he may have um does he can you know tie into the book of boba fett in some way um because i believe book of boba fett will tie directly into the new season not sure 100 percent how but um well i mean i think you would have to somewhat in one one way or another yeah but i i 100 on board for this i think he's an amazing actor and um you gotta have some doc brown in this sci-fi world because you bring him into the star wars universe that's right. what you gotta do well and i'll be curious to what character does he play Will he be like a face character or will he be somebody dressed, you know, like in a costume with the helmet like Nick, on? Or like Nick uh, Nolte was where he was just the voice. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So we'll see. I like it. I mean, and the thing is, is even if Christopher Lloyd is, is the voice, he has such a recognizable voice. Yep. You know? Yep. 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 Exactly. Um, this one was not shocking, but it was shocking that it was announced that yes. current and former Disney CEO Bob Chappick and Bob, Bob Iger had a falling out and no longer speak. And I've been saying they hate each other for a while now because when Disneyland reopened, they were yelling at each other before the park even opened. And it's weird to me because when you watch the interview, so, <coughs> excuse me, um, <coughs> wow, they do this thing where they did like a, it was remember that documentary style thing they did where Bob Iger took Bob Chappick up to that that uh, garden uh, terrace, I think it's by Walt's apartment, and he basically talked to Bob about Bob uh, Chappick about being the new CEO, and he's like that's what uh, Eisner did to him, like it was like a passing of the torch. And you could feel that there's tension. And then seeing them on that day when when it was a grand opening and they're yelling at each other and you could see the look on Bob Iger's face where he was just like, I don't want to deal with this guy anymore. And when you see him at events, that just that you could tell there's tension. And this just makes sense. And I honestly feel like part of it may be because Bob Iger maybe had to come back because Chappick had no idea what he was doing. Or maybe Bob Iger was never wanting him to be CEO. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you have have a lot, of, and I'm sure he probably didn't like that he came back as well um, after he he had left. He, hey, no, it's it's my turn now. Let me, you know, get the get the reins and go with it. And they're like, um, as much as we'd love to, this is we're in unprecedented areas, and with him just barely leaving like hey let's he knows what's going on you know let's get you know get him through this and then he'll hand the reins reins off to you and it seemed like as soon as he they officially hand the reins off to him he just completely took it and said nope this is now we're going you know basically it's my way or the highway get out get out of the way i want to get um as far away from you know bob Iger at you know as i can now it's uh you know, my company, I want to leave my, you know, my legacy on it. Cause everyone's like, Oh, look what Bob Iger did and everything that he's done for the company <clears throat> and getting all the intellectual properties, um, on it. But yep. like you said, it's interesting that they came out and, you know, that there was articles about it and with it coming out that neither of the Bobs have come out and said, Oh no, that's, that's not true. That's false. Because it would be easy to do that just to, you know, a PR move to make it look fine. Because if you got that, you know, 
Thomas Talkholder, that's something that could kind of, you know, yeah. affect the stock and whatnot. Where, oh, awesome. You know, we got this guy. Now they're not speaking where, especially what Iger had done, you know, Chappick would, hey, open line of communication, kind of bounce some stuff off of them. Like I'm sure a lot of CEOs have done, you know, with previous uh, CEOs before. So. The, and that's yeah, the big that that's the big thing is is how do you I mean what do you do like do you let them be babies do you try and solve it I mean obviously they don't want to solve it you know because they're adults they don't want to do yep. anything about it they don't have to do anything about it right but yeah exactly you know it is what it is um but on to way much more, there's so much more positive news on here. This one's amazing. Um, Ashley Eckstein, who if you guys don't know, she is the voice of Ahsoka Tano um, from the Clone Wars and from Rebels. Um, she actually looks, she would look like she would be a good, actually look like Ahsoka Tano if she was able to do it. Um, person I do want to meet at a Comic-Con. Her, Anthony Daniels, who is... T3PO and Ian McDermott. I didn't even say it's McDermott. I don't even know how to yeah. pronounce his name. Right. But, well, and you want to say McDermott, but it's not. But no, it's, it's not. not. And he he played the Emperor uh, across all of the, the movies so far. If he reappears, it'll be him again because he is actually in the originals, he was young. So he could play the age. It works perfectly. Um, and they are newly announced for Star Wars Celebration in Anaheim, which is going to be amazing. Ashley Eckstein, she legitimately, she lives in Florida, and she gets permission from Disney. So when they release the Ahsoka uh, lightsabers at um, the lightsaber building in Batu, they, they showed them to her first in person, which they just did that with Cal Kestis. Uh, I don't know if you put that on there. Uh, Cal Kest, all right there. So I'll talk about that later. But he got to do the same thing, and they let him do it. Well, she'll randomly go in there, and she has, I believe, permission. The people that work there know her, and they'll hand because you could just buy the lightsaber whole in the set with both of them in the case. She'll take them and she'll sign the case and put it back on the shelf, so you can randomly get one with an autograph. So that's pretty cool. So I'm happy they're there. Um, next, Jared Leto has a love for Tron. And basically says that he'll do whatever it takes uh, with Disney to get Tron 3. So he said it is getting closer. And side note, we're just talking about Jared Leto. Apparently, all the reviews for Morbius are, quote, unquote, it's as bad as you think it is. So uh, might be able to get tickets pretty easily when you go see it. Um, next thing on our list, which is actually cool, is they have invited... Um, uh, Christina Ritchie to back um, to the net Netflix uh, show Wednesday. Wednesday. Um, I don't know if she's playing Wednesday Adams. I, they already have someone cast as Wednesday Adams. Um, so, but she was invited back. I think I'm pretty sure she is gonna. I don't even know what she's playing in it because I don't think they have anything listed yet. But um, I'm excited they actually are bringing her back just because I've seen so many stuff she's been in lately. She's been in a lot of good stuff. Monstrous is one. So Wednesday, as her on there, does not list. Yeah, I wrote that down wrong. She's coming back, but not as Wednesday. Her role remains a mystery. That's what I get for typing it out. So Jenna Ortega is playing Wednesday. Catherine Zeta-Jones is playing Morticia, and Luis Guzman is playing mm-hmm. Gomez. I am so excited for him to play. I love Luis Guzman. And then, wow, you have Ricky Lindholm. You have uh, Gwendolyn Christie. And if you don't know Jamie McShane, Jamie McShane, he plays a typical Irishman, and he always plays like a dad on Law & Order SUV use type, type of stuff. So there is a few people that I know very well when you see him. Um, but I'm excited to have her back in it because it's kind of cool to have her in there. So hopefully she plays like a creepy cousin or something like that. Um, so we'll see. 
Right. And I, and I well, believe it is it is Tim Burton. I was so. saying it's Tim Burton too. So. So that's gonna go. be awesome. Um, so here's what we're gonna do. This, this I'm excited. Tim has played some Fortnite now. So the new season of Fortnite has no building, and Ninja, Tifu, and Doctor Disrespect like it. They do have the problem with tanks because people just hop in the tank. I actually was getting shot at by a tank. I hopped in the tank, and the dude, when you get in the Top Gun, can't drive it. So I was driving with an enemy in the tank, and he can't, he couldn't shoot me. So he just kept fixing the tank so it wouldn't blow up and kill him. Aside from that, it makes things a lot different. They did change one key thing was if you fall off of a zip line or anything like that, you do not die. It does give you a protective shield. They have added a shield to it as well on top of your shields that you get from slurp, slurp jugs and the, um, the jars and everything. Um, and they have said that for, because of the positive response, they may keep the no building. And um, how, how has your first couple of games been with playing with Fortnite? Well, so I just did solo and being, you know, like level one, because I like literally just started. Um, <clears throat> got so my first game, I, I had no clue what was going on, got like 80th or whatever, probably, you know, DFL. And then I'm like, okay, so I started, you know, playing it again and kind of exploring, picking up guns, this, that, used to Fortnite. So kind of changing some things on that and figuring out the settings. Then all of a sudden there's like this zip line that goes up. Oh, I'll check this out. Boom, go up to the top. Oh, cool. Go around up there, kill a couple of people that were up there. All right, cool. Then, you know, I'm starting to pick people off down, uh, down below. And I could tell which ones, you know, there's some bots in there just because, you know, it's, it is what it is. Then all of a sudden I look up and it says, oh, there's only two people left. Okay, well, it's me and another guy. Oh, cool. All right. I don't know what's going on. So me being the Call of Duty player that I am, so I'm up on top. I jump off. Well, on Call of Duty, open up your parachute. Slow down. <laughs> well, guess what happened? Uh, I press my space bar. Nothing happens. No glider, no nothing. Nothing, nothing, nothing. Nope. Uh, I fall, break my ankles, and it says you got second. So that's how I got second was by pretty much committing suicide. So, But that's pretty good for a first time, man. Well, because I just went up, you know, found the zip line, went upstairs, didn't know how to get down, was going to jump down and get the guy. Um, and like I said, you know, broke my ankle. So I was, I guess I was kind of camping but i really wasn't camping as in waiting for the guy is i was figuring stuff out and i knew there was nobody up there so it was just kind of messing around the probably the person's like you know why is this random stuff just throwing down because i'm like oh hey that's how you throw that oh hey this is how you do that so <laughs> but it, it's a different beast um i do have more fun on it now than call of duty because the glitches are very limited and when you do get a glitch, it's more of a, how do you describe it? It's usually when you first start playing, it takes a lot less data to play. So you, it's a lot more smooth. And I love the fact they brought back the burst rifle. Like, I'll tell you right now. Oh, yeah, that one I, I was doing really oh, well. Oh, man. But like, I mean, legitimately, the, oh. The other thing I had to do was... Um, adjust my sensitivity because I, I was all over the place so but so and then map, let's, and then map, let's, map a couple buttons but yeah no it was it was good i like it and i think for me with the non-building is the, coming from call of duty yeah um is like the perfect introduction to it now it's just getting used to it and figuring out well what and does, what does what the good and part is too have is to like reload the gun like in call of duty when it, and I don't know if there's could be an automatic reload setting or whatnot, where when you're done with it in Call of Duty, automatically reloads it for you. Or on mine, I physically had to press it. Like I said, I don't know if it's a setting where it could automatically reload for you. But um, if it's if you have no ammo, so let's say for instance you're shooting it and you run yeah. out and you yeah. kill them and then they die. If you pull the trigger again, it'll go to reload. Yes, mine. Well, uh, but the thing is, is if I don't kill them, then I physically have to. Right, you have reload. to manually reload. Yes, manually, yes, you do. which is fine. 
that's fine. I, like I said, I'm not used to it because in Call of Duty, would that's so usually what you do is you have your top weapon that you like, which for me, I usually keep my main weapon when I uh, is uh, the Ranger right now because it's the AR, what right? It's the AR, but it has no scope, so you're not going far. And then I shoot it over, and next will be the if I get the burst rifle, I put that next, and then my third spot is either the combat SMG or the drum shotgun because those ones are good for close range. And usually at about that point where the SMG is not as out, I need something close range because I don't use the SMG but close. So we'll get you there. We'll get you there. And it, it this season is already like, so let's just say um, I my first win this year on this on this chapter, I should say, I had um, nine kills on that one, and I was legit. I'd roll up a hill, and I'd see guys fighting. I'd take the one out, then take the guy out as he's getting his loot. And the thing is, is so you are used to shooters, so you're getting a lot of people that may not that maybe be new to shooting that wanted to try Fortnite because of the no building. So you're right. getting put in. You're gonna put. You're gonna get put in a lot of bot lobbies because you're level one, which is yeah. gonna be fine. Because we're going to love playing with you because we're going to be in bot lobbies all the time. Right. But, you know, it does, you know, it makes a difference. No, exactly. I mean, it's one of those things. I mean, you know, I'll check it out. I mean, not that I, you know, had anything against it before. I think I was just more hesitant because, you know, you'd be shooting a guy and all of a sudden, next thing you know, he's got a, you know, 25-story freaking skyscraper because he just starts building, building, building. It's like, okay. But anyways. So the next thing we have is another gaming related one. Um, Snoop Dogg is coming to Call of Duty across all platforms, mobile, Warzone, and whatever the newest one is coming out, he will be involved with. And I think maybe Vanguard as well. I don't know. I'm not 100%. I think Vanguard and Warzone are the same, uh, same character. So they gave us kind of a glimpse. I don't know if it's actually what it's going to look like because, you know, you know how it goes. But uh, people don't realize he's a big time. um, He's a big time gamer. And um, so I follow Stone Mountain and his legitimate. um, His thing when you sign up for his thing is sign up when you subscribe to his channel is teamwork makes the dream work and it's Snoop Dogg's voice because he teamed up with Snoop Dogg and I think and it was a uh uh battlefield tournament because that's where Stone Mountain got his start so it's pretty cool. Um next the new Steam Deck can now supports Xbox Game Pass and Cloud so you can save your games to the cloud it has Game Pass. Um speaking of which let's just hop right into it Tim Hopefully this won't mess anything up. I will double check and oh, I don't have it downloaded on my PC yet. I forgot that one. I don't have Steam downloaded since I got my PC stuff redone. Um, so I don't know what my spot is on the wait list, but it shouldn't be too bad. We both um, RSVP'd on the same time. So what does yours say? Where do you find that at? It's on. I think it's under your like um, things you like or something like that. Shop library, home collections, download stores. Point. Yeah, I don't know where it would even, where you would even see it at. I'll tell you right now. Log in. Log in. Ooh, they, they're very strict about the numbers. Hold on. Um, yay, proceed to Steam. So, no, so there should be a thing. Where does it say? News, point shop, your store. Let me see. I'll just, I'll just search Steam Deck. There we go. Steam Deck. Okay. 
So mine reserved my reservation is on Thursday, July twenty second, twenty twenty one. Oh wow. It says that I won't be your your order, your expected order availability is quarter three, July to September of twenty twenty two. So, yeah. How'd you, you see, how'd you how'd you get to that? I just searched on the search bar Steam Deck, and then it shows one that has a price. It shows the base one, and when you click on it, it'll have your reservation on it. Oh, okay. So, oh, you're expected order yeah quarter three twenty twenty two. Yeah, because we we pre ordered it uh like I think served I, on. Thursday, July twenty second, twenty twenty one. Same day, yeah. I think, and I think we did it like a month after they dropped the idea of it. So we were about a month behind. So I know that they said on the thing that we were looking at quarter three. So it's so we'll see. What me and you will be playing some games on there. If they have if they have Fortnite and stuff on there, I'm doomed. I am doomed. Um, well, I mean, as long as they have it on Steam, yeah. Um, yeah, but they have Game Pass. Yeah, no, it's, yeah. So Xbox, I mean, they're gonna have they're, it's gonna be, be compatible. I'm um, playing golf, so it's fine. Exactly. Uh, you know, Tim's playing golf on the golf course. That'd be awesome. We're doing that. We're gonna right. go golfing when we get them. We're gonna have them both on PGA, and we'll play it on the golf course while we're doing it. So while we wait, we can play golf while we, we wait. Play, right. Exactly. Um, Shanghai Disney Resort is closing starting March 21st, already closed due to COVID pandemic. Um, This is not shocking. It's not shocking because they only closed for like a week last time they did it because there was a surge. And then once the surge subsided, they stopped. So, um, And then major Disney parks announcement may be in store for an investor's experience, which is the Guardians, the Galaxy experience. I believe they're going to be doing some, I don't know what they call like, a preview for the investors um, on March 28th. So uh, yeah, fingers hope, crossed we get something big. Right. I hope uh, this is just me. And it's just because I saw something, I think it was last week or whatnot, that, um, and I think it was just somebody, hey, just this would be cool, um, turning Paradise Pier Hotel at uh, Disneyland into the Toy Story Hotel, like the one that they already have. That would be awesome because that paradise pier hotel is kind of the there's a reason why it's the cheapest of the three and it's still not that cheap no no but compared to the other ones it's it it is cheap but like you said it still isn't that cheap and if they are doing the disneyland forward which they say is going to be over the span of 30 years so don't expect anything happening there anytime soon um that would kind of fit in perfect um into into that plan because everything's going to be then at that point that hotel will be almost incorporated into the park like california uh grand california well fingers crossed i do something because that thing's kind of uh, uh eyesore um right and lastly um the halo show dropped today so i'm gonna watch some this weekend and hopefully have a review for you guys next week. I'm gonna watch it and see how see how we uh deal with Master Chief. See how so, Master Chef is. Yeah. So let us know if you guys have a Steam Deck, how you're doing it. I just asked one of the gaming groups I'm in to see how people like it. Um uh go to Linktree L I N K T R dot E E slash FOMOcast gaming. Now to the Disney Parks pile. It's gonna be rapid fire, but this first one's important. If you've ever been to the parks and you've ever gone into the, the tiki room in the tiki, 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 tiki room in the tiki, 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 tiki. I, I love the tiki room. Good place to get a dole whip, sit down and relax. So I think it's the only attraction that you could eat in. I Probably. think. Long time, long time cast member there, 28 years. Maynard, you would know him because he's very comedic. He's got a very familiar face. He is retiring after 28 years, officially April 1st. Yep. And everyone laughed. They said this is not an April Fool's joke. He really is retiring. So yep. um, thank you, Maynard, for all the laughs. He's always walking by people in line. 
during the week, weekends, it doesn't matter. He's always there almost whenever I, I've seen him at least. And when I go for three days, at least one of the days I see him there. So um, tip of the hat to him. Congratulations on retirement. And um, hopefully we'll see you in the parks just having fun. Right. Um, the new 2022 graduation Mickey year headbands are available at Disneyland Resort for $29.99, which is right about now is when they start dropping them all. Um, yep. And grad co- night's starting to happen. Yep. Uh, complimentary reusable straws are available at Disneyland Magic Key Holder uh, area. So that's kind of. <laughs> so have you seen these straws? No. It's a three piece straw. It's not like a collapsible one. It's got a holder. It's cool, but it's literally you have to. Oh, I, I have one like that. It's a it's a three piece one. Everyone's like, I don't want to put my straw together. I want to just, you know, either collapse it and fold it out. Yeah, but it's whatever. P- probably cheaper. So no. right. if you guys don't want it, send it to me. Email me, well, message me. Let me know. I'll take it. Right. Well, and the thing is, if you lose one piece of it, well, now you have a tiny straw. Hey, the kid can always use it. Right. Um, turning red photo spot poofs into disney california adventure um i think it has a little bit of an ethnic side of it so it's probably um in a themed area of the park which is really cool um what we spoke about earlier um the new cal kestis light legacy lightsaber should be dropping today i'm I'm hopefully gonna get this out i'm gonna get it edited and everything tonight so this should be out on march 25th at walt disney world and disneyland both um connor from concon's cantina was trying to get in there um, he's gonna is gonna do a review of it hopefully. Um, also, if you have TikTok, make sure you follow Concon's Cantina because he does amazing videos in Batu of him with his lightsabers. It's pretty amazing. But yep. I just I just followed so uh, yeah. So send that twenty bucks my way anytime. It'd be oh great. yeah. Um, but the new Calcasus Legacy like lightsabers will be there. And um, is his name? His name's Caleb Monahan, right? That's his name, I believe. Um, uh, I know his last name's. Oh, he- yeah, from Shameless. Yes. Yeah. Um, he I, is the motion I capture so. and voice actor for Cal Kestis for um uh what was the name of the game? Fallen Order Fall, Jedi Fallen Order. He was the voice and everything and, and the motion capture for Cal Kestis. And so he got first dibs on checking out the lightsaber. It was pretty cool. Yeah. Um Webster Lingers, a Spider-Man adventure opening single rider queue because no one is riding it because I would much rather ride the shooter game at Toy Story Land. So that one's a no-brainer. Construction goes vertical on new Disney Vacation Club Tower at Disneyland Hotel. And they have fully removed any resemblance of the movie theater um, and um, Earl of Sandwich, everything in that spot, Starbucks, all gone, completely to the ground. Um, guest stop by Disney security from proposing a Disney California adventure, possibly due to non-approved balloons. And that's what it was for. Now, here's what we're going to talk about real quick before we go into the rest of the stuff they're selling real quick. Don't do stupid stuff in the park. Don't be rude to cast members and not listen to them for your safety. Here's the thing is for your safety. You're going to get a cast member who's kind of maybe pushing it a little bit, a little more exuberant. But usually they're doing it for your safety because you don't know. You know, um, I've heard of the horses getting spooked every once in a while. Um, We had the one where the person didn't listen, didn't listen, didn't listen. And then a balloon got wrapped around the the back foot of the horse. Yeah, that a cast member was on. The um, um, the Marita. brave actress Marita, yeah, yeah. She, and thank God she was actually knew how to ride a horse. She got off immediately. Yeah, and it was because someone wasn't paying attention. So this right here was a, a case of don't try and sneak in balloons and bring in some way because I know they do have balloons that you can get on Amazon. I believe you pull a tab and they inflate. There's right. some sort of thing in there that caused them to blow up. So yeah, don't do that. Well, and um, and, and I mean the thing is too is. So you're going there. You're going to propose. Hey, that's awesome. You know, we've, I'm sure you've seen proposals there. I've seen proposals there from the time that we've gone there, whether it's just happen or, you know, you try to, you know, you may stumble upon it like, oh, hey, I don't want to, you know, don't want to get in, get in the way. Um, but the thing is, is I'm sure, I mean, you could, um, 
you know, get a photo pass person, tell them, hey, here's what's going on, or email them, or, or whatnot. It may cost, you know, something. It may not. Sometimes you get lucky or whatnot. They'll take your pictures, do whatever, or hey, here's what it's going to, you know, I'm, I'm sure if you want to set it up more so is going to cost you, or then if it's just kind of spontaneous, um, maybe, you know, you, you might get lucky. But the thing is, is if it's anything that isn't approved by Disney, yep. that's, that's going to get you. So this person is going to propose to whether it was, you know, the the guy proposing the girl, girl proposing the guy, girl, girl, guy, guy, you know, whatever it is, this proposal, it's a big thing. You know, whether it's your first one or your 10th one, you know, you think that, you know, this is going to be the person. Yep. Well, you had it ruined because you brought not because of balloons, because of balloons. So when you, you know, when people are, hey, I'm going to pro- propose to, you know, my significant other at Disneyland, oh, how'd it go? Oh, it got stopped halfway through. Why? Oh, because I brought these balloons that, you know, oh, were cool or whatnot. It's like, so you messed up your proposal, you know, and you could be mad. Oh, they did it because I didn't get, you know, approved balloons or whatnot. It's like, well, yeah. 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 Yes. So basically you went all this time, spent money to go down there to do it. And because you didn't have non-approved balloons or because the balloons that you brought ruined it. Smart one. The thing is, is, or you have no balloons. And you propose, or you buy, I don't know, what are they, 10 bucks, whatever they are. So for 10 bucks, you could buy a Mickey ear balloon or buy a balloon and do it that way and actually do the proposal. Or you get ruined halfway through or at the beginning of your proposal, and guess what? No proposal happens. So it's, yeah, I don't, I don't get it. And the thing is, is proposals happen there all the time. So it's not like it's, it's anything new. And I'm sure a cast member would be like, you know, hey, I'm gonna propose to my girlfriend. Can I can I get a get a balloon really quick, or can you help you know help me out? Here's what I do. Oh yeah, sure. I'm sure they would help you out to the to, to the extent that they can. You know, they want that to be they want it to be magical. And not only that, hey, you propose at Disneyland. Guess what? Maybe every year on your proposal anniversary, you're gonna go back to Disneyland, or this is such a special spot that yep. um, there's a reason why you proposed here. That just means you're gonna come back more every you know more and more. But I saw that. I'm like, wow. I thought it was something. Something happened like, oh, they did a flash mob and blocked an entrance or, you know, I thought it was more so of a fire hazard or security thing that it was. But I saw my non-approved balloon. Smart. Yep. And that's what happens. So um, next one, Disney guest wakes up to crime scene outside of their room. Apparently someone fell from above or jumped i don't know yeah it was something but it was not on a disneyland resort hotel it was nope. a uh, hotel out outside of the of the resort and it's funny i don't know how many times they mentioned it in the article i'm like well i mean i i guess that's a way of you know of, of saying it i don't know what hotel i'm sure you could look at the pictures and figure it out but you know they were getting up early to go to rope drop and hey, they opened up their, you know, uh, they were on the ground floor, opened up, you know, their window to see outside, and there's caution tape everywhere, and I'm pretty sure they're, like, what happened is, like, at was whether the person jumped, fell, whatever it was, was, like, the planner directly out of their window. It's not like, oh, one over, one. it was, like, directly in front of it. It's like, oh, awesome. So, I think they managed to get there, maybe not at road drop, but a little after um so yeah that would be a heck of a thing to wake up to especially early in the morning yeah that's not that sucks that sucks so right. hopefully the trip got better but uh new aurora doll joins disney designer collection figure at walt disney for 129.99 um this we talked about them a lot the fancy dolls so now you got aurora doll uh, my Disney experience map now shows completed look at Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind at Epcot. I am going to download the app so I can actually see if there's any hidden things on it. Because the one right. in um, Disneyland Guardians of the Galaxy has Baby Groot sitting on top that you can see him. Um, right. And I'll tell you one thing. They are quick with it, whether adding or deleting it. This Toontown, like two days later, boom, gone. Gone. This, you know, are, it's not even open and it's already up, so... I mean, they have people that just do that, but still, they're they're quick on it. Exactly. Um, 
The Dapper Dance once again performing on Main Street USA at Magic Kingdom. Yay! Uh, trolley gar- car derailed on Main Street USA. Cavalcade delayed in Magic Kingdom. That was a big one because I've never seen them go fast enough derail. So somebody put something in the tracks that wasn't supposed yeah. to be there. And looking at the pictures of it, I mean, it's not like it was like barely off the track. It was like a good like foot over. And I'm sure once it got off and by the time they slowed it down and stopped it. But it was, yeah, I, I won't go back and look at that and see exactly what they think. Uh, happened exactly um walt disney imagineers urged disney to reverse florida relocation following don't say gay controversy about it yesterday yeah that last podcast but they're they're still really pushing that uh it might get delayed quite a bit and we'll see something happen um ray's clumsy real lightsaber swap on star wars galactic star cruisers temporary better process coming soon um here's what's funny is it would take two seconds to fix that guess what have uh kylo force push her against the wall Mm -hmm. to where she falls bam picks up the lightsaber i watched it it is comically bad it's worse than tim even described right i can't believe that that made it that made it in there on and that's of everything that's how you switched it like you said especially when you have the force. Anything can do anything with the force. Push, pull. Uh, yeah. Uh, I saw that. My whole point. No, was there a malfunction? What was it? No, that's what it was. So I'm paying five grand to here's the real lightsaber and that's what I get. Which they did let uh, is it Cameron? I can't remember. It's Cameron or Caleb Monahan, the one that played Cal Kestis. Um, they let him play with the real one too. He got, a, he got to ignite it and he was, he was stoked, which was pretty cool. Um, right. Minivans are returning to service at Walt Disney World this summer. Shocking, because they sold all the first-gen ones. Right. So I have no idea. They're buying all brand new ones. I don't know. Whatever. Well, I Look mean, for them. Whether, you know, even if they're buying them or they couldn't sell them all or whatever, it's they weren't that old. So, I mean, you got to get your money somehow, you know, True. going on it. So, I mean, hey, here, I here bet you, I bet you this is an answer to the complaints from everyone about the new bus service. It has to yep. be. Oh, yeah. Well, the thing is, Make that the new new bus service and charge an exorbitant amount for it. And, hey, you got a family of four? Hey, boom, send that you, right there. You charge them a ridiculous amount for it or have it included or whatever it is, boom, you, done. You could legitimately look at the average of Uber through the year, charge triple mm-hmm. to quadruple because it is a Disney experience. Yep. So easy. Tim's got the answer. Well, um, and it's wrapped in polka dots. So exactly. a, a couple grand wrap and boom. Exactly. Uh, record setting for Tomorrowland Transit Authority People Mover at 66 laps in a single day. I actually saw this guy on TikTok and it was pretty cool because he was thanking people. He was doing a live and he'd write yeah. people's names on this paper and saying thank you. And he was on it. He was on there all day, wasn't he? Yeah, he got there uh, right at rope drop. And rope I think drop, the first, yeah. So it was supposed to open at 8 o'clock and they, you know, he got in and especially Tomorrowland being right there, I think his his butt was on the seat like at it opens at 8, was like at 7.57 and yeah, he did 60, they had it like broken down he did 66 rides, laps he did, you know, so many feet he was on it for like 12 hours uh, you know, what whatever it was and I guess the previous record, quote unquote, was like 30 or something like that 20 to 30 so um but it was cool like you said he was you know kind of updating everyone on tiktok and live you know people would sit sit with them and hey you know or we found out that he was doing it and then would go and kind of sit with them or be in the same train so yeah i mean i i love the people mover but i mean probably more so than like five rides on it in a row and i you know okay i'd be over i I want to come back and write it where if I did it, like I said, more than five times in a row, I wouldn't want to come back for a long time and write it. So I don't want to do that. Exactly. Ru- 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 yeah. Ruin my appetite for it. And so I called it. I called this. I call this. I call this. Disney issues a statement about Indianette's drill team performance. And they basically said what I said. Their audition tape did not reflect anything that they said. So yep. I was right. 
they deceived him a hundred percent. Yep, no, exactly. And that's that's not good because the thing that stinks is any, you know, high school, primarily high school or any type of, you know, especially in a parade, so it's banned. You know, like I said, I played there in an orchestra. It wasn't in a parade or anything. But any school that wants to do this, you know, it, it's a big thing. You know, you fundraise, you do it all year or two years maybe. Um, you know, you go through everything. And it's Disney. I mean, you go through the vetting process. They're not just going to be like, oh, hey, you know, Mr. High School, you want to come down here? Yeah, sure, no problem. Come on down, you know, whatever. Um, I mean, like for us, we had to get our music approved. If you're playing any Disney music, you know, we had to make sure that it wasn't, you know, that we went the right way in getting the music. Um, so it was, you know, legitimately copyrighted music, yeah. anything like that. Um, and I mean, and I mean, for us, it was orchestra, so it's not like a marching band where you could have cheers or whatnot. I mean, we just played a stage. You're not walking and playing an, an instrument. Um, but I mean, it took, it, it, like I said, it, it took a while for us to do it. I mean, it's it's easy to do, but you just got to go th- go through the hoops and everything um, on it. And with that. Now all what I can see is it's going to be even harder for people to get down there or Disney's going to be even stricter, um, which I get it. You know, all it takes is one bad apple to ruin the bunch. And this is a perfect, you know, like they said, with them not wearing the headdresses, hey, they came out and said the person that did it, that was the right call on it. Now with them doing this, came, you know, Disney issued the statement and said that was not in their audition tape. If it was it wouldn't have been allowed. Um, so it's, it stinks for now everyone else trying to do that because of, of what they did. Now, uh, now yeah. I want to hear a statement from them, from their teacher or court or whoever it is. And Hey, what? So here's what Disney says. Do you have, do you have anything to say? Is this true? What's, and if it is true, what's the reasoning behind it? And why did you do it knowing well that you weren't able to wear the headdress? So why, if you weren't able to wear the headdress, would you be able to do that, especially if it wasn't? And when you got approved to come there by your audition tape and that wasn't on it. And I'm sure Disney said, okay, if that's what you're going to do, we're fine with that. You can't, you know. You you got to stick to that. You can't add anything. Yep. You know, you take stuff out, of course, but uh, I, I I don't know. It's sad. It doesn't make good. sense. It's 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 a bad look for them. Makes them look bad, um, and for the kids, you know, uh, as well. Whether the kids do it or not, it's it's sad, man. It's real sad. Right. Because they, they're ruining mad. it for everybody. Yeah. Not mad at him. Disappointed. Yeah. So, as my parents said that to me, didn't get it at the time. And now it's like, oh, now I get it. Exactly. So, well, thank you guys all for listening to the podcast. Um, thank you all for always coming through. I'm going to edit this tonight, get it up nice and quick. Um, thank you, Mr. J. Uh, thanks to Connor from ConCon's Cantina. Make sure you guys listen to him because he will have a special guest on soon. Um, he's getting Mark Thompson, who, if you don't know, he voices almost all the most popular uh, audiobooks for um, Star Wars related stuff. He actually does uh, all the um, uh, Thrawn books. So he's a very amazing and talented um, uh, voice narrator. Um, so make sure you check that out and thanks to Justin for, uh, hanging out and always, uh, playing games and listening to the, uh, show. The audio will be much better this week than last week because I fixed everything. So yay. Um, so, uh, thank you guys all again. It's greatly appreciated. I'm going to work on getting some sponsors so we can have some ads mixed in to make us a real podcast. So if you're listening to this and you're a sponsor message me, I will be there. Um, so, uh, Thank you guys all for listening. For the FOMOcast, I'm Chris. I'm Tim. And we will see you guys 
next time. <laughs>